Laugh Lines is presented for the people by Caesar Sportsbook, the greatest sports betting app of all time. Download it. Must be 21 or older. All right, welcome to Laugh Lines, a show that combines very funny people with my very serious gambling addiction. We're going to discuss and dissect pop culture through the perverted, depraved, and sinful lens of gambling. Let's bring in my co-host, shall we? She's also the co-host of Megan Fun, the sports podcast on the Money Grab feed and also backstage correspondent for Friday Night Smackdown and rumored to be dating Taylor Swift. Wow, that's weird. The incomparable Megan Conley is here. What's happening, Megan? It is true. It is true. I um, I may or may not be dating Taylor Swift. It's true that you may or may not be dating her. Okay, it that's big true. information. It is true that it is a rumor <laughs> um, that I may potentially be dating Taylor Swift. All right. I knew it. I knew it may be true. I had a feeling. Now, listen. Okay, so now you already are linked with her. There's no reason for you to be jealous, but... We have our guest today used to host the show. And I know you're a very, very jealous person. I hope this doesn't very get in the way of the, of the fun. jealous, yeah. all of the things. Um, yeah. I'm, Eddie Spaghetti said you're going to be a nightmare of this podcast. I was like, no, no, she'll be cool. She'll be cool. Maybe we'll have to fight. Is this an intervention? Are you bringing us together as an a little intervention? bit of an intervention? It's going to make okay. sense in a second. Let's bring her in now, Megan. When she's not putting on facial hair and dressing up as NFL <laughs> players and coaches, you could see her. Now doing stand-up, yes, Woo-hoo! at various clubs in the L.A. area, making her triumphant return to the Laugh Lines podcast. Took a lot of guts for her to show her face today. Rachel Bennett is here. Welcome back, Rachel. Easy. What What's a happening? guts. What a guts. <laughs> so happy to be back. Um, I, uh, I'm so happy to hang out with you guys. Thanks for having me. Listen, I might be a little bit rusty. I've been out of retirement for a couple months now, so just take it easy on me today. You, okay? you got a good work It's been months it. already? I feel like, yeah, hasn't it been? It might be Um, months. You you got a good workout in just trying to put together a microphone that you then decided you're not going to use. This is Um, this is how out of retirement I am. Is this isn't even (laughs) on my desk anymore? I don't. She's holding up. Yeah. This is uh yeah what what I don't even know what did you call that a bowflex baby face I'm so that? out of retirement that I forgot this was audio only and I just tried to show you something <laughs> right exactly yeah it's like my uh, my mic is no longer connected to uh, my desk so well listen you got to get this mic thing figured out because you are now officially a stand up comedian on the L A scene what is oh what, baby. how's that going what? yes. How, oh God. Honestly, honestly, I I'm kind of glad that I have all this downtime right now because I would have never done this otherwise. It's always been something that I've, I mean, Sal, I feel like you and I have talked about this. Our friend Scott absolutely yeah. needs to stand up. We've been pressuring him, but I, it was just like something that I always kind of swore off. I was like, no, I can't do that. Done improv a ton, obviously, you know, t- television, but I don't know, for some reason, stand up just absolutely like scared the out of me. And so I finally had downtime and I just did it. I just ripped the Band-Aid off. And now I'm obsessed with it. And Wow, obsessed I'm already. Out. I went up last night. I'm going up tonight. I'm going up tomorrow night. It's just like nonstop. I, it's just not, it's fun. Because I feel like, I don't know if you guys relate at all, but, um, you know, most of my career in like comedy has been sketch. And like, I, I surely think something's funny. Um, But you kind of have to wait until it's out in the world until you get that reaction. And what I love about standup is you immediately know if that is funny or not. And so just that, like, I I don't know, that that instant answer is kind of something that I'm I've grown addicted to quite quickly. 
So since yeah, but, you have um, launched this stand-up career, you've become addicted. How many people over yeah. or under five had said, hey, let me try this joke on you since you began your stand-up career? Um, Honestly, none. I'm a little wow. bit of a hermit. Like literally, all, I'm just, guys, I'm yeah. unemployed. All I do is stay at home <laughs> and then I go out at night. Um, but I will say the open mic scene, I don't know if you guys have been to open mics ever. Yeah. Oh boy, they are wild. You do not know what you're gonna get. So I have, I honestly just enjoy going, and then being able to get up is a bonus. But um, well, just being able to hear people try out their material is real fun. I think this is would be less terrifying than a lot of the stuff you're used to. First of all, you've done live TV a bunch, and you've done, um, you said sketch comedy. Like to me, that is more. Uh, I don't want to say more of a challenge, but you're you're being put out there on the spot a lot with the okay you're a chicken and your chicken boyfriend just broke totally. up with you. What do you got to say right now? <laughs> gobble, right? Gobble. Yeah. Versus, no. versus a set that you worked out, you know, weeks absolutely, in advance. Absolutely. You're absolutely right. And hopefully in my brain that will click at some point and I'll stop wanting to throw up right before I go up. But um, <laughs> I had never done live television until I started doing lock it in with you, Sal. So I feel like, um, I, I ruined I, you. Oh, there yeah. is something <laughs> I can be, I can be uh, at a table and for, mm -hmm. for whatever reason, like, okay, let's go around the table and introduce ourselves. I will be sickly nauseous over something that small. Whereas like, I don't know, <laughs> television, is just a lens. You don't, yeah. maybe sometimes it doesn't, my brain doesn't wrap around it. Like, like you're, you're speaking to hundreds of thousands of people when you are on television. I'm sure that doesn't exactly hit you as opposed to if you were in an arena and looking at hundreds of thousands of people, it's right, just different. Right. Eyeballs yeah. are different. And I feel like, I don't know, sometimes doing standup, it, it feels so, like, same with improv. I get nervous for improv too, but um, there's just always so vulnerable, vulnerable about it. Like in my mind, I'm like, Oh, people are probably thinking, Oh, she probably, she thinks she can do stand up. What a joke. But then I get up there and I get actual laughs and I'm like, Oh, screw it. Yeah, yeah, no, there's definitely a difference when we did, you know, we were doing live TV with no audience in the room, you know, <laughs> just like uh, the the people, the same three people who would mic us and were paid to yeah, laugh at our exactly. stupid stuff. No audience we, in the room, yeah. no audience at yeah. home. It was kind of the same thing with that yeah. show. <laughs> Speaking is, of uh, Mike, oh, go ahead. Sorry, no, no, I just want to know what her best joke is. Yes, no, I'm telling you. That's so mean. Speaking of micing people up, I got a great audio technician joke for next time you guys get mic'd up by someone. Anytime oh, okay. a new audio tech mics me up, I always go because it's awkward. They're up your shirt and they're, mm. you know, putting their things yeah. on. I always so go, hey, have you heard um, about that Eastern European audio technician convention? And they go, no, I haven't. And I was like, oh, it was crazy. There were so many people there. There was a Polish guy there. There was a Hungarian guy there. There was some people from Bulgaria. And then there was even a Czech one, too. Always. Uh, uh, so, oh, yeah, it's uh, feel free to use it. Listen, uh, use credit that. me. You know, next you time know, you're getting mic'd up, just think I about it. I feel like they have enough of a thrill um, wiring up my shirt, then I don't have to supply <laughs> jokes for them, too. So um, just think about it. OK, I will think about it. Rachel, I don't even know this about you. Who are some of your stand up idols? Oh, my goodness. I mean, Sarah Silverman was probably like the first one that I got into. Uh, Chelsea Handler. Honestly, some of my girlfriends. I love I just lo like Sarah Tiana, a yeah. friend of the, of the podcast network, Megan Gailey. I. Sure. You know, Sarah invited me out to the comedy store a couple of weeks ago and she took me backstage and I got I got to like hang out with her all night in the green room and like meet some people that I really 
love to do stand up. And I was like, holy, I cannot believe that I have somehow found myself friends with these really cool gals that I admire. So, and That's to be right. honest, Al, I didn't really grow up loving stand up. I, I love comedy, period. Mm-hmm. And this is kind of just another way that I get to that I get to do that. And it nice it feels nice to have some control over it, you know? There you go. There you go. As long as you don't have to bring your own microphone, I think you're set. You're so are you it. open mics? Are you um when's your first like big show? Like when can we buy tickets for the race? I literally just started doing open mics like two weeks ago. So I'm working on my five minutes. I've got a show coming up, my first five minute show, but I'm not telling anybody about it. Cause uh, I just kind of want to <laughs> do my my own thing and like figure out what this is. Very careful. She'll like post like stills of her doing stand-up. And you look comfortable in the stills, but uh and I'm sure you're great. So Five minutes, minutes so down, then I'll start. I'll start posting stuff. But like, I, I'm baby. I'm a baby. I'm a baby here. That's Th- true. These are just baby steps. So yes. Uh, until baby steps I... in the steamiest feet in Hollywood. Yes, I would say uh, those are baby steps. Did All we right, ever well, tell anybody why you guys call me Steamy? I like, used to call me Steamy Daniels because I don't even know the the story. Megan, you'll it. you'll know what I'm talking about. There are these gro- so wardrobe used to get me these clear shoes, like clear high heels, and I'd stand mm. in them for 30 minutes during our live show, and my feet would get so sweaty that when I walked off, the shoes were just steam, like they were no longer clear. It was just steamy, gross feet. I'm like, why would they buy these for me to do on live television? So then they started calling me, <laughs> what, Steamy Daniels? Steamy that was Daniels, my nickname. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. I do have a pair of shoes like that that gets all steamy. I actually They're had a shoe incident yesterday. It relates to you in Canada as well. Um, I had a live show last <laughs> night and I swear I packed my high heels before I left the hotel room. I swear I did. 15 minutes before the show, I look in my bag. Turns out I did not pack my high heels. All I had was sneakers and you could see my shoes on the TV set. So I was filling in for Jackie Redman, a Canadian. You love Canadians. And she wears like (laughs) size six and a half or seven shoe. I'm size 11. And she had two pairs of shoes there. It was my only option. I jammed my foot in that tiny little shoe and I did the whole show. What? Like one toe in there? That's insane to go from an 11 to what? Six and a half? And I texted her today to like tell her about it, thinking she would laugh and she never responded. So I'm a little nervous. Oh, no. (laughs) Next, now you're going to have to run marathons in size six and a half shoes, right? Listen, those pictures will be all over the Internet. Don't worry about it. (laughs) I love it. All right. So we have a lot of foot problems here, Um, but you know this game, Rachel. You know, oh, yeah. the back of your hand. You know what we're going to do. We're going to take three made up propositions. We're going to assign them odds like a real Vegas sports book would. And then we use that as a launching point to discuss various topics. And then we're going to play a little cameo over under. Oh, this is your favorite. This is a competitive group. I'm going to predict friendships will be lost after Uh-oh. today. Yes. That's how it goes. You know how it is. Um, so let's start off with something very near and dear to Rachel, our Canadian upbringing. Got us thinking, what is the greatest thing to come out of Canada? Is it syrup, three to one odds, poutine, five to one odds, Rachel Bonetta made the list, 10 to one odds, or the Toronto Maple Leafs, 100 to one odds, or Rachel, as you know, you could take the field at even. We'll let you go first. Oh, man. Honestly, I can't believe that I was doing so well in the online polls. I can understand why I'd beat the Leafs because everyone just resents (laughs) them and hates them and has so much pain, you know, associated to them. I'm going to have to go. 
classic and it's a little bit of a cliche, but I'm going to have to go poutine. I had, when I was living in Toronto, this is disgusting. I used to, there used to be this poutine shop called Smokes right around the corner. And they not only did poutine, they were open till like 4am as well. They not only mm. did poutine, they did all of these themed kind of poutines. Like you could get <laughs> my favorite. Uh, on a late night. Um, I think my average time of entry into this place was about 2.30 in the morning. Um, my favorite would be a nacho supreme poutine. Oh, so wow. you'd have poutine with the cheese. You'd get like ground, like chili meat. Ugh. And then you get sour cream and guacamole <laughs> and more cheese. It was disgusting, but it cured hangovers. It was a good that like prep is, for the next morning. Yeah, it probably saved a, a lot of lives. Great 2.30 a.m. snack. Ugh, I love that. Sitting in your stomach. There was like hamburger ones. There was all kinds of nasty themed poutines. It was disgusting. Uh, that's it. tough to beat. I love it. I don't know if you combine that with syrup or not. And then you get the first two choices. But all right, that's uh, that's tough to beat, like I said. Uh, Megan, what do you like? I'm going to stick with food as well. I recently just learned about the Canadian version of a Bloody Mary, which I've never had, but in oh, yeah. I already forgot the name of it, but um, Caesar. it treat me. That's it. A Caesar. Mm-hmm. Um, but this is controversial because we have a Canadian and a New Yorker on the show and I'm a Midwesterner and I love to stir the pot. But Montreal bagels are way better than any New York uh, oh, bagel. No. I love them so much. And I am saying they are the best thing that comes out of Canada. And I think they're highly underrated. Like I could buy a New York bagel in another state. Why can't I buy a Montreal bagel somewhere else? Honestly, guys, I got to be honest. I feel like my bagels are the same as pizza. Like, I don't think that there's really a bad pizza that exists. Oh like I will eat 7-Eleven uh, pizza. I am not above oh, that. No. I am not above that. And, you know, I'll eat whatever bagel is put in front of me. I don't care. She famously dips pizza in ranch dressing. So you're uh, disqualified from the conversation. Also, <laughs> I don't think Megan, I am. Uh, Megan, you're going to find in the top left side on your screen, it'll say leave meeting. I, <laughs> I, I hate this. New York bagels aren't as good as Montreal. All right. I've They're had not. the Montreal bagels. They're very good. They're very good. But I wouldn't say that. Um, but I, I did a real deep dive. I spent like 40 minutes on this. Uh, what was invented in Canada. And uh, I can go John Candy. I can go Martin Short. I love. I can go Michael J. Fox. Uh, Rachel, I could say you, but if someone asked what's the best thing to come out of the United States, you wouldn't say me, right? No, absolutely not. Nope. Okay, good. Okay. So I don't feel bad about this. Um, <laughs> by the way, I did vouch for your citizenship, right? Didn't I have to write a letter to you get did. you? You got uh, me yeah. my you got me my green card. And I uh, there's yes. a little story to this. So when you get your green card, not to interrupt you, Sally, but um, your lawyer, your lawyers encourage you like, you know, don't be afraid to brag. Don't be modest. Just like go all out. And the lawyers write <laughs> these letters for all of your like, you know, resources to sign. So Sal had to sign one. This boss that we had also had to sign one. And my lawyer just wrote basically like, I believe Rachel Panetta is the, is like the most incredible talent I've ever seen. Yeah. She is up and coming. She's going to take over the world. Like blah, blah, blah. All of these ridiculous. I had a lot of notes, but yeah, go ahead. Yeah. Sure. Maybe. But somebody actually did have notes and they made oh, the no. lawyer go back and change it. And it was our boss. And then I had a run in with him and he was just like, what was the deal with that letter? Like, why was it saying all this crazy stuff? And I was like, this is what a green card letter is. Like, why are you making me feel terrible about myself? And the things that he had changed were 
lips. It was just, I never spoke to him again. I never had I don't a even think I remember. Again. I don't think I remember this story. That's insanity. I'll, t- I'll tell you offline who it is, but yeah. I'm sure brutal. I know. I could figure it all out. Um, yeah. yeah, I also did this for Justin Bieber and I had regrets, but uh, so far you haven't embarrassed <laughs> me too much. But anyway, aside from, uh, yes, the celebrities we know, um, I did a deep dive. The snowmobile, the paint roller. The garbage bag. Thank God the freaking garbage bag. Imagine what a mess everything would look like if we had no garbage bags. The Wonder Bra, all from Canada. Oh, wow. Basketball. Basketball, I, thought, I was going to say. Yeah, I thought Greg Popovich invented that. But no, I guess it's all. The, um, <laughs> But I am going to say, this is weird. I'm going to say it's between Michael J. Fox, Martin Short, or the pager. Now, I had a sports pager for many, many years and many, many years past when the internet was invented. I would check my scores. I had a gambling problem back in the 90s and the 2000s. So I would keep this. Uh, yes, it's all gone now. It's fine. But uh, <laughs> I would check scores on this dumb page that cost me like $280 a month, which oh, I was man. not making gambling. It was insane. It was an insane amount of money for this pager. And everyone's like, just put effing internet on your phone and you're fine. But the pagers did me so good for so many years. I'm Hold on, I didn't know that this existed. Obviously, I knew that the pager for your phone existed, but like the scores would pop up like one small line at a time and you'd just yes. go through them. Yeah, it was just like a fat little pager Did thing. it come in live? Like when the game ended, would you get a page? It would come on, you know, like when you go in the bars or like in my office I'm looking at right now and you have the Why not just turn on a DVD? A DVD? What? Oh, a TV? What a TV. Why not just oh. turn on your TV? <laughs> You can, but sometimes it wasn't on like the Sopranos or something. You couldn't find out if the Mets beat the Blue Jays or whatever. But yeah, so uh, my sports pager, that's my answer for. Uh, Did you use it for other things or just sports? Just the sports, just the sports. It would only, uh, it, w- it wouldn't even buzz. I would just go to it and I'd hit it and add a light and I'd change the battery like every three days. It was terrific. Every um, three days you were using this thing a lot. <laughs> yeah, I really was. Like I Do said, you think I that problems. you're more sick now? you were then or would you say then was the worst time um well define sick like i'm not <laughs> sure like uh is it roast beef poutine at 2 30 in the morning sick or uh sick I, over you know, sports i think because i um i wasn't as responsible back then so i was probably sicker i would say back then sounds yeah. like it yeah, that's it. I was, you know, it seems like your, you know, your addiction has has come a long way since then. Yes, yeah, I'm really in check. I've gone from eighty percent of my paycheck to like seventy three. So, uh, <laughs> all right, babyface, what do people say is the greatest thing to come out of Canada? Bye, oh, there he is. Whoa, Rachel, thank you for coming back. First of all, welcome back. Um, best thing, greatest thing to come out of Canada in last place, three percent, Toronto Maple Leafs. Wow. As as always. Yeah. Going out in the first round, like always. (laughs) Your third place with 15% poutine. Ooh. Wow. People have not had the same experience. People don't know. People don't know. Yeah. Your runner up with 20% maple syrup. Oh, wow. It's a a solid pick. Your winner in a Canadian runaway, uh, Ontario's own 62%. Rachel Benetta, congratulations. Wow. 62%. That is really good. That is We're, 30 times the wrong. Maple Leafs or 20%. Good job. Let's yeah, go. and she is she is actually Thank Canadian people. Runaway, so that makes sense. I love it. <laughs> I love it. Uh all right. We could uh, just have Twitter write your next green card letter. That's true. <laughs> yeah, they're in love with you. They, they won't would have they would have some amendments. 
Thanks. You think they'd have notes? <laughs> All right, let's uh, take a quick break and we'll be right back with a couple more of these uh, nonsensical questions. Why should you bet with Caesar Sportsbook? Two words, Caesar's Rewards. Every bet brings you closer to the types of benefits only Caesars can offer. Hotel stays, VIP experiences, sports and concert tickets, and more. It's not just an app, it's an empire. You must be 21 and older and physically present in Arizona, Colorado, Illinois, Indiana, Iowa, Kansas, Louisiana, Maryland, Massachusetts, Michigan, Nevada, New Jersey, New York, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, Wyoming, or Washington, D.C. Sports Betting is void in Georgia, Hawaii, Utah, and other states where prohibited. No one stop before you start. If you have a gambling problem, Illinois, Maryland, New Jersey, Ohio, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, Pennsylvania. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, crisis counseling and referral services can be accessed by calling 1-800-GAMBLER or Maryland, visit mdgamblinghelp.org or West Virginia, visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. Arizona, call 1-800-NEXT-STEP. Colorado, D.C., Nevada, Wyoming, Kansas, call 1-800-522-4700. Indiana, call 1-800-9-WITH-IT. Iowa, call 1-800-BETS-OFF. Louisiana, call 1-877-770-STOP. Massachusetts, if you or a loved one is experiencing problems with gambling, please call 1-800-327-5050 or visit gamblinghelplinema.org for 24-7 support. Michigan, call 1-800-270-7117. New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NEW-YORK or text H-O-P-E-N-Y. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code FIRSTTAKE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more, more than, than ever. ever. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to gamble responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. This U.S. promotional offer not available in D.C., Mississippi, North Carolina, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369 for New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. For Massachusetts, 1-800-327-5050. For Iowa, 1-800-BETS-OFF. For Puerto Rico, 1-800-981-0023. For West Virginia, visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. First bet offer for new customers only, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. All right, big golf news today, Rachel. I don't know if you saw, but the Live Tour is now merging with the PGA, and now all these poor, I don't want to say poor, but PGA players who turned down millions and millions of dollars have egg on their face because now it's one big happy family. Did you see this? I did see this and I'm just annoyed. Like why, why not just do this from the beginning? Why, why all the back and forth? We're not going to let players play in this. We're not going to let just shut up and just, just play, play the f- golf. Who cares? Yeah. You know, if I was one of those guys that turned down the millions of dollars though, I would be just staring be at a mind. wall. Yeah, I'd be staring at a wall, a single tear rolling down my cheek. It, I can't, it, that is like buying a lottery ticket and then like throwing it away and then finding out that those numbers were on your ticket. Mm-hmm. The winning numbers. There. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, absolutely. Yeah. No, that sucks. It sucks for them. It sucks that they, most of them found out on Twitter, like the rest of us did. Um, Megan. Uh, yeah. This is just weird. It's like they bought the players and then the PGA bought them back. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe I'm going to money. Mm-hmm. I don't like it. Uh, anyway, Rachel, you and I play golf. We probably played golf, what, 30 to 40 times somewhere in there. 
Um, you guys play 30 to 40 times a year? I would say like more than that. More than that? Yeah, we were golfing like once a week at one point. That's true. That was pandemic. Peak peak pandemic was when everybody golfed. Yeah, we were golfing big time. out here, it was dumb because you, at one point, you had to prove you were family members or stuff. We had to like, really? a lot of, the, yeah, it was really stupid the way they oh, would let you. Yeah, it used to be like a household. Right. But I did, I did, okay, my, my pet peeve You have to show like golf. baby pictures of uh, everyone together. <laughs> yeah. My my pet peeve in golf is when you book a tea time with your butt and you just want to be with your buds. You just want to like mm-hmm. chat and catch up. And then there's always like a straggler that gets added to your party. But I remember in COVID times, I'd be like, they're not from our household. Like we all live together. Me, Mohan, <laughs> Scott, and Sal, we right. live together. We don't want a fifth that's from a different household. So I was able to right. use that to my advantage, that was a big actually. Thing. Yes. Yeah. And, uh, and after all that time, you've never actually beat me. I think I let you tie me once because you were getting like pouty, but yeah. Um, why are we, what, why do you, what do you guys you shoot? This? What do you shoot? Why you I, shoot I have no better, idea. Better than Rachel. <laughs> I shoot good. I shoot good. <laughs> I'm a great good. scramble partner straight off the tee every time. The short game is tough, but great. Scramble yeah. partner. I joke. Uh, she's beat me plenty. I'm sure you would beat me. Uh, it's, it's not pretty. And you're actually going to see my swing here. We have something Rachel and I cooked up um, when we've worked on that FS1 show. Here we go. Let's play this. Uh, Hoping that you'd have this. It's going to be visual. But, uh, I guess All right, Rachel, 20 bucks says I get a hole in one here. What do you think? Uh, yeah, I'm in. I just don't understand why I have to have this in my mouth. But Tony, oh, understand. I explained it helps me with my loft. Now, are you in or not? Good you said 20 bucks? Here. Yeah, 20. Yeah, I'm in. <laughs> All right, here we go. <laughs> 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 I tee off, and there goes her head. So Rolls. stupid. <laughs> <laughs> All in one for me. Well, look we what she does some- here. She gives you? me the 20 ah. and then look at that. Look, all right, all right, keep it. Freak. The U.S. Open begins June 13th on Fox and FS1. <laughs> I think the U.S. Open <laughs> does begin June 13th. Oh, maybe uh. June 15th. There you go. Oh my God, that's terrifying. We How did we ever get... That must have been a bucket two production. How did we ever yeah. get anything approved? <laughs> I know. That was... Rachel's head was uh, separated somehow from the rest of her body. Um, Magic. So that was it. Yeah. So anyway, all right. So we got all this golf stuff and we just saw Rachel and nobody saw it. We, uh, the three of us saw it, but who, which celebrity would you trust most to drive a golf ball off a tee that was set in your mouth? Which celebrity would you trust most to drive a golf ball off a tee set in your mouth? Is it Bill Murray, five to one odds? Cameron Diaz, she plays 10 to one odds. Adam Sandler, maybe using a hockey stick for that 20 to one odds. Or Stevie Wonder, 3,001. Oh, that's not funny. Come on. Or you can go with the field, minus 200. All right, Panetta, you saw might want to say me. I'm sort of Subo, not really a celebrity, but you didn't get hurt there, right? Uh, I would never have you do that again. Um, I'm going to go. Here's the thing. I want to say Bill Murray because I feel Mm -hmm. like everyone in the world... Somebody always has like a Bill Murray story. If you if you had a group of 20 people, odds are somebody has bumped into him in a weird bar at some time. I would love to have the story of Bill Murray doing this. That would be cool. But I got to go with somebody like, like a David Blaine. Because I know Ooh. that he is going to figure some way to actually not do it, but make it look like it's been done because he is a magician and he knows how to do magic because I will never put myself in this position again. Okay. Once is uh one, one too many times. 
for me. That is an excellent answer. So you you yeah. could say you say like he would actually it would appear as if he hit your head off into the it, hole. It would appear. Yes. It would appear to have gotcha. happened, but it won't. So I know <laughs> David Blaine. I am. I, I there's there's a trust thing there. Also, I, I like remember when, when I was like 20, I tweeted. I really want to be a magician one day for some mm. dumb reason. And David Blaine liked it. And I was like, Oh my God, am I his apprentice? <laughs> wow. <laughs> Can I walk in his? You still could be. You are a baby. As you said, you know, the world is your yeah. oyster. Maybe I can, you make, some, I can make the switch. Yeah, yeah. You have some time off now too. Maybe he'll meet you on stage. Who knows uh, how that works. All right. Yeah. Uh, Megan, what do you like? Um, I have a phobia of, thing like teeth really freak me out and getting hit in the mouth because when I was a kid, I had massive buck teeth and I used to get hit in the mouth doing anything, playing softball, <laughs> playing my saxophone ah. to the point where before I got braises, my two front teeth were wiggly and my dad is a jerk. So he used to always make fun of me about it. He'd be like, Oh, she's going to be a hillbilly. She's going to have no teeth. Oh, she's <laughs> And I was terrified. Um, so seeing this video is very triggering for me and I would want this to be over as soon as possible. Um, Famous athlete that count as a celebrity because my pick is the field. Steph Curry, his golf swing is impeccable and he's the mm-hmm. only one that I would trust to um, hit it out of my mouth. Okay. Yeah. All right. And maybe he won't buckle he would, under pressure. Yeah. And if you ask nicely, he might offer you his mouth guard, uh, which yes. he barely yes. keeps in his mouth yeah. anyway. Yeah. That, <laughs> that's gross. That grosses you out. Pay, oh, you couldn't pay me money to even like touch that. Oh, that, I would I voluntarily can't. do it. <laughs> This is I crazy. Do, I'm doing Invisalign and it always makes me like to put it in and pull it out. Even thinking about it, it's disgusting. You, you chewed gum that I was, you chewed my gum. What I blacked out. About? I blacked yeah. out during the, that, during that another, another dumb skit that we did. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, okay. Uh, yeah, let me go through this. So, so Bill Murray is a prankster. You're right. I've, I, you know, I'm dropping names, but I've hung out with him in Austin and he was uh, with the Kimmel crew and someone asked him for a picture. And he said, yeah, I could take a picture with you. Or uh, and this is a woman, like a, a petite woman. She's probably in her 30s. And he's like, I could take a picture with you or we could I could do something that you'll never forget. And without even asking her permission, pours his water over her head, a bottle of water all over her head. And she's like, uh, OK, thanks. <laughs> and that was it. And walked away. And no picture, and probably no one believes her <laughs> when she tells the story, except that oh, she was with. I think I'm trying to like I'm trying to put myself in that position. Like, how would I react? I would probably be. He's like the one person in the world that could like kind of get away with something like that. I know. I'd be like, that was the greatest thing that ever happened. To I me. thought you were right. going to say he gave her a wet willy. I'm like, whoa. <laughs> no, I thought he was going to give give her a kiss. I was going to be like, oh no, where is this going? He is, I think you're exactly right. He could kind of get away with it. He's the one person and he kind of got away with it for like 30 years. And then he was kind of almost canceled. So I don't know where he is right now, but uh, I would not trust him either way. Um, Adam Sandler with the sticks, Stephen one of the camera days. You know what? Uh, I'm going to go with the field and take, do you guys know Hezbollah? No, I don't. The little, the I, Russian social media star. He hangs out with all the UFC fighters. He's like three foot, four inches. You don't yeah. know this guy? Oh I my don't God. know him. Oh, I'm looking oh, look him, him up, up right now. Look yeah. him up right now. He would How do you spell his name? H a s b u l l a. Is it two L's, baby face? I, I, I think it is. Oh, 
I know this guy. Yeah, you know him. <laughs> oh, yes, you know him. Yes. <laughs> he's a star. He's a freaking star. Also, I think he's like 40. Like Mike Tyson, like puts him on his knee and bounces him around. It's like, all right. Uh, I don't know if he likes that. But either way, he's three foot four. He's a celebrity. He counts. I think he'd line the ball right up and, uh, you know, might even play with toy equipment. Who knows? If he ever hits me in the teeth, it won't hurt as much. So Hasbullah, that is uh, my pick. For he's three celebrity. foot four. Yeah, that's right. That's right. No, he's Sal, he's only 20 years old. Is he 20? Yeah, born right. July 7th, 2002. Oh, we should have a party for him coming up. We can. The way. Right, we could do this. All right, Babyface, who do people on Twitter take? All right. Uh, in last place with 13%, Stevie Wonder. No mm. surprise there. Uh, yeah. In third place with 14%, pretty close, Cameron Diaz. Mm-hmm. Uh, and your runner up with 30% Adam Sandler and taking it home in first <laughs> right. place, Mr. Caddyshack himself, 43%. Bill Murray is your winner. I don't, if they knew the story I just told, they might change their mind. <laughs> Maybe they wouldn't. Who knows? Uh, all right. Last one. Which character from a recent TV finale would you most want to see in a spinoff? Is it cousin Greg from succession minus minus one fifty, big favorite Roy Kent, five to one odds. Gene Cousineau, yeah, from Barry, 20 to 1 odds. Or anyone from Love is Blind, 50 to 1 odds. Or you could take the field at even. Yes, a lot of finales going down, right? Ted Lasso, Succession. We saw Barry. Lots going on here. Rachel, what would you pick? I'm going to stay in the Succession world. I'm not going to pick Cousin Greg. I, I truly have been thinking about this one to five times a day. What oh, Shiv and Tom are up to. I, oh, I, I truly think about them often because that last, this shot, you know exactly what I'm talking about. This shot that mm-hmm. we ended on, where do we go from here? What is this relationship like? What, what does the baby think? Is the baby still coming? What's going on with everything? I would, I would watch that in an instant. I would be immediately signed really? Oh my oh. God. I never bought into the Shiv Tom thing. I thought it was a re- as ridiculous a relationship as anything you would see on Love Is Blind, and I, I that I know that really uh, got you emotionally. That hand in hand. Can I make, one, can I make one note? One note. Yes. Um, on the Succession finale, you know what would have been a, a cool alt to see? This is sick and twisted. Okay, so let mm-hmm. me apologize ahead of time. You know that last scene where mm-hmm. Kendall is going up to the elevator and he's about mm-hmm. to leave. What if this was the last time we saw Kendall and he just pushed up instead of down and we didn't go on that walk with him? That was the last time. We don't know what happens to Kendall, but in that moment, you know, he's going up instead of down. Right. Mm. And then the spinoff is in the elevator, like three seasons of Kendall in the elevator and people getting (laughs) on and off. Maybe contemplating life. Uh, I, don't think I, I know I'm in the minority here, but I, when the, when I loved the show, but when the finale ended, I kind of thought that's it. I don't love finales in general. I don't think I was going to be happy with anything, but I just thought it was yeah. a twist for the take, sake of having a twist at four minutes before the credits roll with the, with Shiv. But I think I any know. show that that's good, it's never going to end the way they yeah. want it to. It's I mean, good. Game of Thrones is like a superior example. Like I feel like mm-hmm. they, they really did it dirty, but it's like a, a show that beloved with that many people watching. Like, I don't think you're ever going to get it right. So just do, yep. it, do it the way you want to do it. Right. All right. So your answer is Kendall in the elevator. And no, Shiv and Tom. Oh, Shiv. Oh, okay. Right. Shiv and Tom. Okay. But I Cousin Greg they... is not in it or Cousin Greg is in it? 
Cousin Greg can get lost. He can kick rocks. What? Wow. Yeah. He was wow. the best character. Interesting. He's minus yeah. 150. You're going against he the odds here. All right. Uh, what do you say, Megan? You know who's more interesting than Shiv, Tom, Cousin Greg, everyone in succession? Jonah Bird from Ozark. And we only got to see a small little nugget of the brilliance that is Jonah Bird. I would love to see something with him um, in a spinoff. Jonah's the son? Yeah, and maybe have Wendy incorporated in there as well. Because Wendy, that woman woman scares me. Oh, yeah. Back into Ozark. I did not finish that. Good show. Uh, no, I didn't finish Barry either. I'm oh, come on. on. It's not I know. With you. Maybe I should it's stop just... actually doing stuff and just sit at home. And <laughs> yeah, just I put the stand up career on hold for a second <laughs> and finish <laughs> these things. All right. Um, that's a good one. That's a good one. They're both good. I, but what about Shannon Sharp? Um, <laughs> <laughs> that finale, <laughs> not so sharp, sharp as Shannon. I don't know. Lots of opportunities for a spin off. James Corbin. I watch both spin offs just to see what they look like. And then I. <laughs> <laughs> that was it. That's yeah. it. Um, I think if it was Barry, I would watch a full series with Noho Hank. I, I, I love, I love, uh, obviously love Hank Henry Winkler, but um, Noho Hank, spoiler alert, even if he's dead, I would watch a show with him and Crystal Ball. But I'm going to go with Cousin Greg as another television cousin. I think we put all the cousins in the reality <laughs> show called America's Top Cousin. You can have Scott Bayo host it, Fonzie's cousin. Chachi, Cousin Larry, Perfect Strangers. Boogie Cousins can be in it. Uh, I'm ready, baby doll. Make this happen. Uh, cousin it. it. Yes, I love it. it. And I Thank think you. all of the people who, um, you know, all the trolls on Twitter who just get after you guys all for being related to somebody, I think you could yes. have them in a corner on the show and just prank them the whole time. Oh, I love exactly. that. Exactly. I love mm-hmm. it. Let, let's actually do this. All right. Babyface, call some people. I don't know. Is there a strike still going on? God damn it. <laughs> All right. What's the uh, what's Twitter saying about? I'll call I'll call my cousin. Uh, in fourth <laughs> place with three percent of the vote, anyone from Love Is Blind, which is anyone, oh. anyone. Uh, Love that in show. Third place with eight percent, Gene Cousineau. Mm-hmm. In your runner-up with thirty-seven percent of the vote, Roy Kent, and your winner with. 52% of the vote actor, Nicholas Braun. Congratulations, Cousin Greg. You're, Joel, you're related to Cousin Greg, aren't you? For real? I, I am. Yeah. Ow! He is my yeah, wife. Is always the next question, so yeah. Uh, yeah, not on my side of the family. He is uh, my wife's uh, half-brother. So can wow. you be second cousin Joel? Because you're kind <laughs> of his second cousin instead of being You could be in it, too. Yeah, you're in it, too. I I have to look at the family tree, how that would work. I'm not sure. I'm not yeah. sure. Are you like once removed, twice removed? Any of that? Uh, uh, I'm just removed, period. I, I don't know. <laughs> no, he's he's awesome. He's very much like his character. And he is a, a great guy that one year forgot that I was his secret Santa gift. And Oh, really? Oh, <laughs> uh, that's how that was. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> When a Jew doesn't get a secret Santa gift from uh, the famous cousin, that's bad. Um, all right, well, I was—I thought you would have said Love Is Blind, uh, Benetta. I know you loved. I only watched that first season, 
And I feel like there were like 20 good minutes in the whole season. No, that was a pandemic show. No, for real. we're not this was better. this show. No, no, no. But no. This, this, was season, this season was better than it's been? Seasons are great. All the seasons okay. are great. You need to buy in. It's just, it's a wonderful ride. The one with that guy, Shane. I watched that one when they were in Chicago. Um, I watched my first episode of Selling Sunset this past week. The reality TV shows are wild. These women are nuts. They are nuts. I will say I don't watch Vanderpump, but I did just watch the reunion just to like get in on the drama. I'm all the way in now. Sal, if we were still doing our show, I'd be talking about it every day and then you'd have to watch it and it'd be a whole thing. I'm all the way in. Yeah, I got it. Yep. Okay. Yep. You got me into Love is Blind for that one season. And that but that was really that was rough times with the with the pandemic and everything. But anyway, yeah. this strike is gonna last for years and we're gonna be watching really, really weird TV, I think, uh, coming up. Um, all right, listen, Cami over under. We're gonna Here do it. Right Great. With everyone fighting for attention, how can your business stand out and connect with customers? Easy. Get Constant Contact. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has helped millions of small businesses stand out, stay top of mind, and see big results. Fast. Constant Contact makes it easy to promote your business with powerful tools like email and SMS marketing, social media posting, and even events management. With Constant Contact, you'll reach new audiences, grow your customer list, and communicate more effectively to sell more, raise more, and fast-track growth. Don't know much about marketing? No sweat. Constant Contact's writing assistance tools and automation features help you say the right thing at the right time, every time. Plus, you can send with confidence, knowing your emails are actually reaching your customers thanks to Constant Contact's best-in-class 97% deliverability rate. Tackle any challenge with Constant Contact's expert live customer support. Plus, everything's backed by their 30-day money-back guarantee. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. ConstantContact.com. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. All right, it's time for the game that's sweeping the nation. Guessing the price of celebrities' greedy participation. It's Cami over under. Grab some money from a job. <laughs> Get a message from a star. The price is what we really wonder. It's Cami over under. Do you have. Um, Rachel, do you have a walk-up song for when you do stand-up? Because it's available. Um, how much? <laughs> I don't know. We'll give it to you for free. God damn, that is a good song. Isn't I it good? That, you that it. is going to be in my head all day. Right. We got to get it out of your head and into your Spotify playlist. That's uh, that's how it works. Um, here's how it really works. Uh, Babyface Joel Solomon is going to give us a name of someone who offers their services on Cameo. Our crack staff production crew has said an over-under on how much they charge. And we're going to guess if that actual fee is over or under that amount. I'm not real. I know you know how this goes, Rachel. We're going to do this. Oh, I can't times. wait. 
Just to recap, I won last week. Sal lost. Yes, I don't remember that happened. We went to overtime, and I won. I don't like that at all. All right, I got to. I got to win. I don't lose two weeks in a row. So start us off, Joel. Who's the first subject on Cami Over Under? All right, like Rihanna said, he found love in a hopeless place. (laughs) We just talked about it. The show Love Is Blind. Uh, Brett Brown. Not the Sixers coach. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Brett Brown. Um, you can tell us about him, Rachel, because I yeah, tell us. I don't know. He was he him. was one of the, the really successful couples in this past season. Everyone was rooting for them. They're very popular. Mm-hmm. Um, people, people like him. OK, people like him. So that very one, successful one call him bougie Brett. People call him bougie Brett. A successful oh, couple on this it, show. Does that mean? Marriage or what does it mean? Divorce? No. Spoiler: They got married. Three dates. Ooh. Really? They were very in love. Very in love. The girl kept falling asleep in their dates, <laughs> and he he didn't know, so he just thought that she kept leaving. Wow. Passed out in the room. Very oh, good. See, now I don't have to watch. Now you ruined the ending for me. You should, <laughs> no. Just like I spoiled Barry for you. All right. What what is Brett Brown? Well, what are you going to say? He um, fetches on cameo. Over under. $70 over under $70 for Brett Brown. Rachel, we're going to take your lead here. I think under under. Wow. I I'm going to go over. I think because he was just on the season, the show does have a cult following. Um, You got to strike the panel. It's hot and it's hot mm-hmm. for Brett Brown right now. So I'm taking the over. Is it? I think that's the question. That's a threshold question. When was the finale? Like a month ago? It was a little while ago. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And there was the whole debacle with the live stream that was happening on Netflix. Maybe, maybe left a sour, sour taste in, uh, in people's Interesting. All right. I'm going to go under here. Don't forget. You have to factor in ego. This guy probably thinks pretty highly of himself. He does call himself bougie Brett. Okay. There was a whole thing. Oh, he he calls himself that. Luxury, luxury, uh, luggages. Listen, you can both take the other. I'm, I'm staying confidently. On no, why don't you go over, Sal? Why don't you go over? I think that that's you know, I already, I already have put about. an answer. Why you should maybe go over? Why? What do you? Th- no, well, well, boy, yeah. but this bougie bread, if he made it up himself, um, I'm going to go under. It's, I'm staying with you, Benetta, for this one, and this one only, Joel. Brett Brown from season four of Love Is Blind is under. And Rachel, thank you for being a professional for writing it down first. So we know you're not cheating. Thank you. What did she write down? I missed it. She wrote down her answer. Oh, I see. Okay. All right. I gotcha. Do you want to do that, Joel? You never told us the rules. Really? Those were season season one rules. Season one rules, baby. All right. I'm going to start writing it down. Joel. All right. Up next is. Rapper, and I use that very tentatively, rapper Kanye East. And oh. he's coming to the stage right now. Here we go. All right, let's no. see. No. Hey, yo! It's your boy no. Kanye East. Not the Westman, but the Eastman. Hey, yo, over 3,000 fans can't be wrong. Over 900 five-star ratings can't be wrong. Book your boy Kanye today. Do it now, because Kanye said so. Oh, <laughs> I kind of like him. Really He's got over 900 five star ratings. Wow. Yeah, but when? What? When did he start? I'm sure there's been a drop off. 
It's all from him. Um, I do like him. I sense that he he hates shoes slightly less than the uh, real Kanye West. So that's a plus. Uh, all right, Joel. Well, th- well, this could go any way, really. Oh boy, we're setting the line on rapper Kanye East over under thirty five dollars. <laughs> He's making a lot of noise for just thirty five. I, I wrote this down before I even heard the number, and I'm going to stick with it. No, what is going on? <laughs> You're going on there? Doesn't matter. I'm going under. All right. I'm going to go. Oh, go I'm going over. I All can't right. even tell. 35 is tough. That's a tough spot. I'm also going over. I don't know this new thing with showing that. They, why, why can't we just say it? But uh, all right. That's uh, there we go. It's so people can't sway your vote. I see. I got like ha- what happened in the first one. All right. It makes sense. Um, <clears throat> all right, y'all. It's me. Rapper. Rapper Kanye East. No need to shake off the rust is under $25. Oh, God. I'm out. <laughs> you are out, Conley. <laughs> I forgot that Bennett is good at this stupid game. All right. Okay. Let's do the, the we're, I have one. You have two. I have to make this up now. Joel. All right. Last is uh, from RuPaul Drag Race Canada. Uh, it is a uh, Gay Pride Month. Kendall Gender. Kendall Gender. Oh, all right. Do we have a, a picture or anything of Kendall sure Gender? Do. Okay. Hello, hi. My name is Kendall Gender, and I'm currently on season two of Canada's Drag Race. Honey, guess what? I have a little secret for you. Yes, you. Right there. I'm on Cameo. <laughs> it's true. I love that she has her name tattooed on her arm. I want to connect with you. I want to tell you happy birthday. I want to tell you that your boyfriend doesn't love you anymore. I want to tell you that your cat is so tired of you going out until 4 a.m. All he wants is some pets. Oh, wow. That got a little bit weird. Anyways, I am here for you. All of your deepest desires. Maybe you wanted a cameo from Kendall Jenner, but you couldn't afford it. You know, that's what I'm here to do. I'm here to make your wishes come true. So book me now. Book me now and we'll see you soon. Bye-bye. All right. Shout out Canada's Drag Race. She's great. Mine doesn't matter, but because she advertised affordability, I'm going under before Joel even gives us the number. (laughs) We don't even have a number. But mine doesn't matter. Okay. All right. That's true. Uh, Good morning. Kendall Gender over (laughs) under. $30. $30. All right, Rachel, you got to go first. USD? <laughs> yeah, right. Um, hmm. This is... Uh, Doesn't try listen. to be like Kendall Jenner, right? That's just the name. <clears throat> That's just, what you think you would, she would lean right, into. Right, right. But people love Drag yeah. Race. Shout out to my best friend, Priyanka, yeah. won season one of Canada's Drag Race. She's on That's season right. two. I feel like there are... There are more popular Canadian queens, but I know Kendall. I knew her before this oh, video. Wow. I'm still going to go under. Under has served me well so far. 30 is low. Well, I definitely have to go over. To, I'm going to go um, under. Hopefully create a tiebreaker situation. She should here. be over. Or you play for overtime. Uh, what do you mean? No, I, I'm, I'm going opposite so that I could tie. Rachel, I think. Anyway, I'm going over, right? Joel, just tell us over under, and then they'll, if it's over, there'll be a tiebreaker situation. Over. I want a tiebreaker. Benetta walks away with it. Well, then, you want a tiebreaker. Kendall Gender, 
is over. We're going to a tiebreaker. Love nice. a tiebreak. Don't okay, say how much. Good for her. Good for of her. course, this is the month to, to hit it, right? Um, okay, so we know it's over 30. But you, you guys should agree to stay friends after this because this has led to um, some... Yes, okay. Well, we'll yeah. see. We'll see if there's shenanigans here. All right, you have your number written down? All right, I have 37. So I get... 41 and under. Is that right? Rachel gets 42 and over. Well, the answer, and this was a very close one for both of you. The answer is 40. Yeah. I know my Canadian drag queens. Sorry. Shut up. <laughs> I told you. That's annoying. You know about me. Ah. Oh, I needed that one. I needed that. I was going to say 40. That was good. Well done, that Sal. Was excellent. Well done, Thank you, buddy. I really feel good about this beating both of you. Honestly, this is a this made my year. It's so pathetic. <laughs> it's more close. pathetic than the sports pager. And uh, I miss playing that game. Can you guys just like let me know who you choose every single week so I can just play yes. along over time? We'll let you play every week. We don't care. Of course, you can yeah. come on. Yeah, that'd be great. Uh, Rachel, thanks so much. Um, what what some people you're not letting anybody see you. When can I Listen, when people can come and see me, I will tell everybody. I will let everyone know. But right now, I'm baby steps. I'm still working on my five minutes, 10 minutes, whatever. Mm. And then we'll go from there. You know, I'm going to find out. I predict how this happens that Scott and Mohan and Lobo got to see you, but you didn't want me to see you or something. And uh, it's going to be, I'll find out months. I will say months. my first big show is on Father's Day. And I would not invite you to that because you have things to do. Okay. But other than that, anything past that, I will let you know. Okay. No location. You won't let us know where, nothing. No. Will you <laughs> release a clip before you let people see you? Yeah, I'll do that. You will. will you okay. retweet the promotion that says we have Rachel Benetta tonight? Mm -hmm. not, not for that show, but after no. that, okay. yes, I will. Mm. Will you be yeah. eating hamburger poutine on the stage while you do uh, <laughs> deliver your material? If I am, know that I'm in trouble and somebody should probably tell me to go <laughs> Okay. That's so after the first way. show, you're going to tell people. I feel like you should let people know about the first show because then they'll be like, oh, it's her first show, you know? Well, nice. Maybe maybe after this one, but I just want to get one like big show done, and then I will. I'll start telling people. Well, right. we're very proud of you. Good luck. Thank you. Uh, I'm sorry for um, shooting your head off your body. That was mm -hmm. uh, just a mistake. Whatever. It's uh, yeah. I don't know. Fox has deep pockets. If you ever want to go after them, and uh, right there on Fox, <laughs> you can see Megan Conley. She stayed alive. They kept her on board. Good Friday for you. SmackDown. Uh, where are you going to be, Megan? Um, this week, we are in scenic Des Moines, Iowa. Hey. Um, Friday night, 8 o'clock. And then next Monday, I will be filling in for Jackie Redman once again on Raw Talk on Peacock. And I will remember my shoes this time. There you go. Yes. Everybody, remember, please remember your shoes, even if you steam them up, if that's a plan. Were they at least like cute sneaks or were you wearing like, you know, oh, basic running cute, shoes? No, I had cute Nike sneakers, but they just weren't going to look good with the dress in the studio. So... I really hope Jackie's not mad. My text still has not been responded to. I, 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 Jackie, but she's pissed. a Canadian. She's nice. She'll, yeah, she'll, she'll be, she's busy. She's got like five jobs. She's probably just busy working. The only she angry Canadians are in the Stanley Cup right now. You're, you're fine. You're going to be okay. All right. There so you go. that's good. Uh, Megan, you could see her in Des Moines. By the way, get used to all these cities. Um, 
Rachel, you're going to be hitting Des Moines is probably going to be one of the bigger Let's ones. Let's go Des Moines. Des Moines Listen, there's Ma- a Manhattan there's a restaurant America. scene in Des Moines. I go to a lot of these small towns and De- there is a little restaurant scene, much better than Wilkes-Barre, Pennsylvania, which oh, is where I was go. last week. Uh, so. You see, don't don't on the the smaller cities. People don't like that. I think we figured that out. All right. Tulsa, uh, Oklahoma, one of my favorites. <laughs> I love, I love it. that. Well, congratulations to me on winning Cammy over under. Yeah, Rachel, yeah. Your, your Canadian Netflix special is out soon. And you can see Megan Conley on SmackDown. That does it for Laugh Lines. For Megan Conley and Rachel Bonetta, I'm Sal saying, remember, it's never funny until someone loses money. Thank you.